0: In this report, some basic rules for safe four-wheel drive recovery. I'd suggest do not leave home without knowing this stuff. Details next. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap for buyers here in Australia. Hit me up on the website. Talked about hard and soft shackles for four-wheel drive recovery yesterday and since then it kind of struck me that I was probably doing humanity a disservice overall by not first establishing some general guidelines for safe recovery. So I'm going to address that one now, mainly because the worst designed, least reliable and most dangerous component in all of off-road recovery is, of course, the human being. Every time, you know, you realize just how little we moved on as a species from the common ancestor that also gave us the apes. Yes. Like, we're smart enough to build all the cool toys and dumb enough to use them so badly. Hashtag Homo sapiens. People die during recovery. This is not a joke. They do. They get hit by projectiles. They get sliced open by cables that let go under load. They get crushed by vehicles which drive over them when they run away under gravity after being freed suddenly and nobody thought that far ahead. That happens rather a lot actually. So there is quite a serious dimension to Blue Singlet Off-Road F.U.N. It's absolutely a dud idea to figure out recovery for yourself, okay? Like lesson one, teach yourself recovery the first time you get the vehicle stuck in some preposterously shitful, precarious position. Like, just look confident and make it up, right? That might work in a job interview. Not out there. Instead... Why not strap on your best singlet, your stupidest bush tucker man hat and your finest thongs and do a course with a bunch of uh, like-minded individuals. Do I really need to say this one? I mean, recovery is not a spectator sport. It is quite exciting, but we don't want to get it too exciting. Anyone not actually unsticking a stuck vehicle, minimum safe lateral separation, about 30 metres. And I say that because a winch cable cannot attempt to amputate your arm or your leg if you are further away from it than it is long. Makes kind of sense, doesn't it? It doesn't matter how long your beard is, you know. The amazing girth of your beer gut, how faded your singlet, how ridiculously oversized the brim on your best leather hillbilly hat. It really doesn't. All of these things that signify how learned you are at off-roading. If you're not actively recovering, get out of the way. And especially the kiddies whom a responsible adult should mind. And don't take them downhill from the problem, okay? Because that's generally where a runaway vehicle might go. (sighs) Like, as soon as you get stuck anywhere, okay, wind it back to 50% on the playback speed. Be like Neo in the Matrix on the rooftop, dodging those bullets. S-L-O-W. Rushing. Generally quite counterproductive and dangerous. You're just bogged in a four-wheel drive near Dingo Piss Creek. You've not been engaged by a Taliban friggin' sniper. So if you rush, you will only open the door to disaster. There's no upside to rushing. So slow it right down. It's just like learning anything else that matters, the dynamics of violence or performance driving or rock climbing or anything like that where consequences matter. The worse it seems, the harder it is, the cooler you need to be. Slow is smooth and smooth is fast, ultimately. And in this case, it's also safe. While we're talking about preemptive measures, while we're at it, how about you just throw away any damaged gear? Just replace it. Man up on this, even if you're a chick. Open your damn purse, you chicks are the worst. Winch cable with busted strands, strand, strand, doesn't matter, strands. Just bin the bloody thing, okay? It's not worth hanging on to. Snatch strap, tree strap, any sling with a gouge out of it or substantially abraded from being, you know, tugged backward and forward, under load over rocks. Time for a new one, dude. These things are not that expensive in the context of the cost of your four-wheel drive and certainly not in the context of what somebody's life is worth or their security and safety, okay? But we're going to assume for the rest of this chat that your gear is in good order, okay? Because if it's not, then the risks are potentially through the roof. And having old shitty gear, it's a choice, okay? It's not like it just happens and you're a victim if you've got old shit gear and it breaks and it hurts somebody, that's a choice that you made, okay? This is one that a lot of people overlook as well, you know, keep the loads low. Recovery is a ballad best played in the lowest of low keys, you know, low key low tempo. Do a bit of shoveling preemptively. Free up that chassis rail. Break out the friggin' jack. Put some packing under that low hanging wheel or whatever. Lift things up a little first or take the ground away to literally take a load off the whole operation. Let's not be letting the friggin' winch or the snatch trap do all of the work just because, hey, it can. It might. Might be the little engine that could in the case of a winch, certainly. Speaking of which, on the snatch strap front with this, low key, dude, low key. It's not a frigging drag race. It's a gentle pull. Snatch straps are not ballistic recovery devices. They're just not. We're not bungee jumping here. The stretch is merely there for shock absorption. You just want to take away those shock loads and transfer the momentum, the energy smoothly. Your snatch strap might be rated safely to 8,000 kilos. Actually, that would be its minimum braking strain. So it's certainly not safe at 8,000 kilos, but it might just endure 8,000 kilos. And how the friggin' hell would you measure such a thing out there in the boonies, anyway? But if you get it to 6,000 kilos, all right, by doing some insane ballistic recovery at high speed. If the vehicle is suddenly freed, if the stuck vehicle suddenly just lets go under that load and it's still there, that extended at 6,000 kilos, the stuck vehicle is going to accelerate at two or three Gs. That's a bad idea. That's a lot faster than most cars take off on a drag strip, okay? You do not want that. Snatch strap recoveries should be gentle. Stuck vehicle tries to drive off gently. Recovering vehicle drives off gently. The slack gets taken up. The momentum gets transferred. It's gentle. This is actually quite difficult for the majority of stupid bush hat-wearing bogans, okay? Some would say it's a breach of the house Code of Conduct. Quick shout-out to Paul Fennick. Hashtag comedic genius. Howzo's one of the funniest Australian TV shows ever. If you're four-wheel driving, there's actually no need to be a dickhead. So challenging. The gauntlet going down right there. You really are trying to minimise the opportunity for the creation of a potentially dangerous situation. We're talking about hazard reduction, right? Because it's all great fun out there until someone dies or gets injured, and then it's really not, okay? It's really not. And finally, okay, exactly what are you going to do when the vehicle gets free? Can it run away if it's no longer restrained by whatever is holding it back? If so... Maybe you should get someone in it, or you could get in it, whoever, just make sure they're reliable so they can stop it safely before, perhaps, it rolls into you while you're not looking because you're doing, I don't know, bush hat wearing stuff, recovery stuff, and it crushes you against a 100-year-old gum tree where you die of hypovolemic shock over the next few hours, much of that time in brutal terrified, screaming agony, particularly if you're alone, okay? Like, we're all going to die. I get that. It's a done deal. But I vote heavily not like that. If there's a choice, I vote for dying of exhaustion in a hot tub full of Natalia Reyes and Mackenzie Davis, maybe Linda Hamilton as well, especially Linda Hamilton, now that I think about it. She's still got it. Not your typical end-of-life fantasy, I know. Like, party's still going strong, but you're no longer invited, sir. And here I am with a Terminator Dark Fate final fantasy. Yes. I really can't help that. I want Linda Hamilton to look me in the friggin' eye right at the end and say, you'll be back. And mean it, obviously. I really don't know why.